BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to Friend of a Friend. It's your host, Olivia Perez. Today, we are sitting down with Stephanie Moyal and Jake Melman to talk about one of the most compelling products on the wellness market today, mushrooms. Stephanie and Jake are cousins and the founder duo behind a new functional mushroom company called Troop that aims to bring the power of mushrooms into your daily wellness routine through three different types of delicious gummies. With over 10,000 types of known mushrooms on the planet, they provide an incredibly wide range of benefits from reducing stress, boosting energy, providing focus, immune support, and so much more. And while functional mushrooms are being marketed as a new wellness product, psilocybin mushrooms, which are also known as magic mushrooms, are also becoming one of the most controversial yet promising mushrooms to use in medical practice, with really high success rates when used in therapy settings to reduce depression, cure addiction, and trauma. It's expected that by 2027, the mushroom industry will be worth $60 billion. And so with two mushroom aficionados joining us today, I loved getting to hear from them on how functional mushrooms can better our health, the unpredictable yet really exciting future of the industry, and how they plan to disrupt and dominate the market with Troop. I do quickly want to disclose that psilocybin mushrooms are not legal for recreational use, and everyone's thoughts in this episode are based on scientific research. I hope you guys love today's episode. If you haven't followed the show yet, find us wherever you listen to your podcasts, and make sure you follow us, rate, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you all have an incredible week ahead. Here are my friends, Stephanie and Jake. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Excited. Good. How are you? I am so beyond excited to have both of you on the show today. You know, I'm a big fan of yours for multiple reasons, but I'm just really excited to hear about the business you guys are working on and get some professional insight on this industry that I feel like is just having such an incredible moment. Absolutely. We're excited to be here as well. So before I even like get into the fun stuff, I heard that, are you both Moroccan? Yes. And you live in LA? Yes. And we've never met. Are you as well? <laughs> I am. And we're a rare no breed. Way. And there's just no way that we've never met. I refuse to believe it. Like we we're must be related. Small... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, like, yes, that is totally the, the sentiment. Whenever I meet someone else who's Moroccan in LA, I'm like, you're a, a cousin of a cousin of a cousin. We're related. 1000%. Yep. Like, we got a 23 and me later. <laughs> I, 100%. Where are your families from? So my mom is from Casablanca and my dad is from Rabat. And Jake and I are related through our grandparents. So we're cousins. And Jake's grandma is also from Casablanca. Should see my eyes right now. My dad's from Rabat too. 
Oh, no way. I'm telling you, no we're related. <laughs> As you mentioned, you guys are cousins. And I am definitely not talking about starting businesses, let alone a mushroom business with my cousin at the family dinner table. So I would love to hear a little bit about how that happened for the both of you. Yeah, absolutely. Jake, take it away. Well, Steph and I actually did talk about starting businesses for many years at the dinner table before we started this. So it was definitely a long time coming. And the kind of stars just kind of aligned on this one. It was actually day one of COVID lockdown. So the very first day of lockdown, I was skiing and I broke my leg skiing on day one. Yeah, which was really intense. So I, I had to move home with my parents. Stephanie got really conveniently furloughed at that same, around the same time. And, you know, her and I were like best friends. So she was like, I'm going to all move in and help take care of you because, you know, I needed a lot of assistance. And so her and I were just hanging out every single day through COVID, through the lockdown, staying up till 4 a.m. watching Shameless. <laughs> and then we, we watched some documentaries on mushrooms. And Stephanie had already been kind of like exploring, reading books about mushrooms. But then we both kind of started to get into it and we just dove down the rabbit hole. And the more we learned, the more interested we became. And we knew that we had to do something with this. First of all, I'm so sorry about your accident. Are you like fully recovered? Feeling good? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm springy now. So. Okay, good. Second, I'd love to hear what, what documentaries were you watching? Mainly Fantastic Fungi and then watched it a few times. <laughs> greatest documentary I've ever seen. If you guys haven't seen it, you have to turn it on after you finish listening to this episode because it will totally change your perspective on mushrooms in general. Totally. And also How to Change Your Mind by Michael Pollan is a really amazing book as well to kind of get you started. It definitely, oh, is it behind you? Somewhere. <laughs> it's somewhere. It's definitely in there. It's a closet. Yeah. It was a really amazing book, really eye-opening. And that's also what really made us realize that we really wanted to get involved in this industry. Were functional mushrooms like a part of your household at any point? Because I do feel like it's something that you try it, you feel that difference, and it's something that you become really attracted to. Did either of you have a specific experience with it that led you to be super excited about bringing it to the masses? Well, my home that I grew up in did not have functional mushrooms in it. It does now. Well, you're Moroccan, so I yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does now, now that you know we're in this industry. My, I've obviously taught my parents so much, and they've gone out and bought products while we were developing ours. But Jake's parents, I was living with them for during COVID and Jake's mom is all about it. So before we even were starting Troop, she had all different kinds of tinctures and coffees and stuff like that. So my first experience actually feeling a benefit was with Lion's Mane and I really loved it. And Jake, I know, I'll let you speak for yourself, but yeah, it was really an amazing experience. And so we felt the benefit, we read up on the benefit, and we just really saw an amazing opportunity to do something that we're super passionate about. My experience didn't come until after I'd already learned myself. I was, like many people, actually sort of resistant to trying. You know, I was like, what is this? I don't know what these are. And my mom is, like Steph said, all about those type of things. She only shops at Air One, so she's always on the latest trends of the latest health foods. And then I tried it afterwards, after I started to study it. And that is when I had my experience. I tried actually a lot of reishi. And it was actually during when we were testing out our gummies, we had made one flavor of reishi for our reishi gummy. And we didn't like the flavor. So we had a bunch of extras. And so I just had all the extras and I just started eating them every day. 
And I started to really feel the effects at night. And like, I felt this like deep, deep calm, like a really sense of like a stable calming that felt so amazing. And that was like, it was, it was honestly crazy to feel and to feel it so uh, prevalently. So that was a really cool experience. So for listeners who might be just beginning to dabble in this, at least for me for a while, I had to kind of, I started like going down the rabbit hole too, where I was Googling different kinds of mushrooms. I learned that there are like hundreds of thousands of mushroom types around the world, which, and there are so many that actually haven't even been discovered yet. That to me was mind blowing. But for people that are just getting into this and just hearing from you guys, what exactly is or are functional mushrooms? Well, so some of these mushrooms are ones that you would find on the dinner table, like shiitake, maitake, lion's mane. So those are functional mushrooms. They're delicious. You can eat them. And then there's other ones that aren't as tasty, like reishi, um, chaga. So functional mushrooms, it's just a variety of mushrooms that provide health benefits beyond nutrition is pretty much what they are. And you mentioned earlier, you are starting an incredible company called Troop, which I've had so much fun learning about. I would love to hear a little bit about what the beginning and inception of that was, especially with your experiences, having dabbled in it and gotten curious about it. What was the moment you guys were like, okay, let's start a company? Yeah, definitely. So it's actually quite quite an interesting start to that. We actually did it all ourselves in the beginning. So we actually grew uh, Lion's Mane in my bedroom. So we actually, we got so interested and we were frankly so bored in COVID that we were like, let's grow these mushrooms in, in my bedroom. And then, you know, we wanted a better means of taking the product. So I don't personally, I don't really drink coffee and I really, really don't like taking pills. And so I wanted a better form of taking these mushroom supplements then that was all there was on the market at the time. There was only pills and powders. So that's all we had. So, you know, I am a big fan of gummies. You know, I love, if I can get a gummy type vitamin, I'm going to take that any day, you know, and just ease of use. It's delicious. You get your vitamins and you don't have to really think about anything. So yeah, that's kind of how we started. And we made our own gummies and they were terrible. Horrible. You know, they were absolutely horrible at first. And we had no idea that making gummies is a complete science. I mean, it is absolute science. It's not cooking. It's more chemistry than cooking. So we learned that pretty quickly. And then, you know, just as we got deeper and deeper into the science of gummy making and talking to professionals and gummy scientists, then we got really passionate about it and started iterating and made the gummy that, you know, Troop is, that Troop is today. So many questions. First, you said that you <laughs> don't like drinking coffee. I cannot relate to that. Me either. So I love coffee. <laughs> like, it's like a struggle to drink less coffee. <laughs> but did you notice after taking the gummies that it was something that you felt like you were naturally getting without having to drink coffee? Yeah, absolutely. Especially Lion's Mane. Lion's Mane, you really do feel like this sense of energy and focus that as if you had drinking some coffee. So it is definitely a similar feeling and uh, lion's mane, that's what it's known for, honestly. It's for providing that brain boost as well as in the long term, like you know that you're protecting your brain and you know even growing new neurons in your brain by taking this. So it, it might even have some level of placebo that you're like, I'm healing my brain and getting smarter by taking this. I mean, I feel like that's a huge conversation now. So many people are trying to find coffee alternatives trying to cut back on it. So that's a great alternative to hear. But 
also in my mind, if I'm sitting here saying, okay, it's COVID, I am, I found this new, let's call it a hobby for now. I found this new thing that I love to do. I don't know where I would even begin with understanding how to concoct a gummy or, you know, the right things to put in it, let alone like market it to feel safe for people. What were you both doing before this that you feel like might have set you up for the success for this? And if it wasn't anything, what was helpful in figuring out what step one was? I'll let Stephanie answer that because... That's a good question. (laughs) Well, what I was doing before was I was working in hotels doing operations. So I guess that kind of led me to be able to fill this role, like to, to help start this with Jake, because I'm like, I I guess I'm good at executing. So that was, you know, it's completely different worlds, but the whole thing is you just have to take one step at a time and you will fail along the way, but you just have to keep going. Like, I, I really wish we could have shown you our initial gummies. They were really disgusting. <laughs> I'm okay on the fact horrible. that I haven't tried them. I'm really <laughs> yeah. okay on that. <laughs> yeah, they were not good, but we just kept going. And in terms of the marketing aspects, like, I think that's also a really good point too, because, you know, we're so involved in this industry and even living in LA, if you're not in the industry, you've definitely heard about mushrooms, if you, especially if you shop at Erewhon or something, but there's so many companies that are putting mushrooms in drinks. So, you know, the industry is growing. And one of the most exciting opportunities that we see is for education and to educate people about the benefits of these mushrooms. It's definitely an exciting challenge and opportunity for us to be in this position. We'll be right back after a quick break. If you are a fan of delicious tasting, efficacious CBD, I have the best code for you. Better Conditions is a family-owned CBD company whose only goal is to help you feel better. It was started by two sisters who were working on finding the best CBD for their grandma, who was having a really hard time when she was battling breast cancer. There is such an amazing story behind this brand, and their CBD is organic, third-party lab-tested, and made with all natural ingredients. A big New Year's resolution of mine has been to take some more me time, and Better Conditions has already played such a huge role in that routine. I've been taking one of their CBD gummies towards the end of the day to help me wind down. So whether I'm just closing out a few emails or I decide to go for a walk, taking that moment to calm my body down after a long day and check in with myself has brought on such a huge energy shift. I am way calmer at night and already sleeping so much better. Plus, they are strawberry lemonade flavored and you just can't go wrong there. But you guys can take better condition products at any point throughout the day or several times throughout the day to get the relief that you need. CBD provides so many benefits from helping improve sleep to relieving anxiety, chronic pain, and so much more. As loyal listeners of the podcast, Better Conditions is giving you 40% off site-wide with code FRIEND. And your purchase is risk-free. So give it a try because you will not regret it. www.thebetterconditions.com and enter code FRIEND at checkout for 40% off. How many of you made getting more organized and staying motivated a part of your New Year's resolutions? My hand is very raised. It is so easy to start a new routine, but how long can we actually keep it up for? Thesis can help you follow through on all your goals and make them just a new normal. Thesis makes personalized supplement formulas that are specifically designed to boost cognitive function. It's based on the science of nootropics, which are natural and powerful ingredients like caffeine, ginseng, and B12 that increase productivity, focus, energy, and mental clarity. You'll feel energized without the crash and cut through the brain fog to think clearly. 
or you'll get a little bit of help with motivation to find your flow. Take their three-minute online quiz, and Thesis will recommend high-quality nootropic formulas that are unique to you and your goals. My formula included nootropics that help with clarity, motivation, energy, and creativity, which are all things that keep my everyday in motion and things that I want firing on all cylinders at all times. Over 60,000 entrepreneurs, lawyers, engineers, busy professionals, and parents have used Thesis to get better results at work and at home. Now imagine what you could do with Thesis. Right now, Thesis is offering our listeners 10% off your first starter kit when you visit takethesis.com backslash friend. Go to takethesis.com backslash friend to take the quiz and discover your unique nootropic combination. And you'll be saving 10% off on your first starter kit. That's takethesis.com backslash friend and make sure to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Now let's get back to the show. So the company, you guys are starting with three different kinds of gummies. Can you talk us through the product selection and what went into picking which specific mushrooms you want to use that you thought would be most beneficial for consumers? Yeah, absolutely. We had a couple considerations. As you mentioned, there are actually what some experts think there are millions of species of mushroom out there that are undiscovered and about 14,000 discovered species. So all of these have different effects and different benefits. So we definitely had you know, a a case for a lot of different mushrooms to start with, but we wanted to both make things easier on ourselves and on the public in that we wanted to start with the most known mushrooms and the most research and studies. So that way we can, we can lean on the science of this and not just be like, oh, we know these are good from historical or story use, but there's actual studies to back them. So we did some market research and found two of the mushrooms that we found to be the most potent and most researched, which would be lion's mane and reishi. And then we also made our third skew, which is called the super troop, which is a blend of six mushrooms of six of the most popular and researched mushrooms that have kind of a blend of effects as well. They all have different effects on the body with some overlap, but some unique. And so we thought that that would be a great introductory point for a lot of people to start taking these mushroom supplements. We kind of broke it into three phases here of our three products. So lion's mane, as I mentioned before, is really great for focus and energy. So we encourage people to take that first thing in the morning. So before they go to work, they take their lion's mane dose of the gummies and then, you know, they start work. And then midday is when we would recommend taking the super troop which is the six mushroom blend. So that does also give you a midday boost of energy as well. Maitake and chaga are really amazing for immunity and for respiratory health. So overall wellness. And then reishi is our last product that we recommend taking at night so that you can bring about that sense of calm that I was talking about earlier. Reishi is amazing for your stress response. So it helps you deal with stress, helps your body regulate it just causes an overall sense of calm and relief, which helps people sleep. So we really encourage it for use before bed. And that's kind of the three-step approach that we recommend that you take daily. And also to your point, they are just great for your health as well. So I think a lot of people right now, especially during COVID, they're turning to more preventative supplements and medicines And that's what these mushrooms are. They help keep you healthy and they help optimize your body and your immune system. uh, So they run at their best. 
I always find it fascinating when something new comes on the market that people are encouraged to incorporate into a wellness routine that is still somewhat new. And there is an educational aspect to it. There is a lot of learning. And even going on your Instagram, like I've loved seeing all the content that you guys are posting because it is something that I can easily digest and understand what it is. But you guys also post a ton of other kind of industry content because I do think that it's an industry that is booming massively and people are so curious about. Absolutely. That's actually one of my favorite things that's going on right now is how mushrooms are being used in so many different industries. Like Hermes is coming out or already came out with a mycelium, which is the underground root structure of the mushroom bag. Stan Smith's have a a mycelium leather shoe. Mercedes-Benz is coming out with uh, mycelium leather for their cars. And mycelium is being used for packaging. Mushrooms are being used for meat alternatives. Like It's so exciting. It's so cool. I love seeing us go to a more sustainable future. It's just really awesome. All the different applications that mushrooms can have. The applications are almost endless with the variations of mushroom. There was actually an article recently that NASA is testing mushrooms as a radiation shield on their spaceship. So mushrooms could be even going to space soon. So that we thought that was really, really cool. I also feel like the other side of mushrooms that I do feel like is slightly stigmatized at the, at the moment. I love watching all of these businesses start from the beginning because I do feel like they're laying the groundwork for what could be something really exciting in the future. And something I loved learning about the two of you is that you're actually hoping to eventually be a part of these trials where you can be working with psilocybin mushrooms. Yeah. You know, it's I've been really encouraging, I think, to see how positive and how successful the studies are that are coming out of therapy being of mushrooms being used in therapeutic settings. They've had such incredible success with trauma and depression and curing addiction. And I think that that's such, it's such an exciting time to actually be reading and processing, processing that information and seeing that come out in the news. Cause I do think it's a whole new wave of what the wellness industry could be. I'm curious to hear your thoughts as people who are at the forefront of it, building a company and wanting to put it out there for people. What do you guys see as the industry in 10 years from right now? How do you guys see it can grow in a positive way? The industry of psilocybin is extremely interesting, aka magic mushrooms. Obviously, have been around for thousands and thousands of years. They've been used in every culture, either as medicines or as spiritual journeys, as spirit part of rituals. In the 60s, they actually started to do quite a lot of studies on psilocybin and found incredible, incredible benefits, obviously all of which were buried then following in the 70s by the war on drugs. But now these studies are starting to become resurfaced and they're starting to do new studies. One of, I think, the most like kind of well-known as of right now, because it's so recent, John Hopkins came out with a study recently that showed uh, that psilocybin was equal or more effective than Prozac as an antidepressant, which Prozac, you know, was the groundbreaking antidepressant. And so this actually, psilocybin works on the same receptors as antidepressants, except, you know, this is a completely natural from the ground element. So we are extremely excited to push that forward as well when it becomes legalized. Honestly, that was a reason why we got into the industry is we see that as replacing so much of these antidepressants and uh, anti-anxiety medicines. And really just the need for this has never been higher, especially with COVID and all of the 
depression and anxiety that's rampant through our society, you know, we feel that this is a medicine that is going to do some serious, serious good. I couldn't agree more. But I do feel like even, you know, Steph, what you were saying earlier about how it still feels something that's like a little stigmatized, like it took a second even to get into your parents' house. Like there is kind of already a hesitation with it. And I wonder what you guys think that comes from. Oh, I mean, well, first of all, mushrooms totally have a massive stigma, I would say. I mean, when we tell people that we're launching a functional mushroom product, they always give us like this weird look until we clear it up that it's not going to make them trip. I think a lot of it comes from the 70s when there was this massive war on drugs campaign and they were putting out these videos of showing people having these horrible, horrible trips, disassociating from their selves or their personalities and making it seem like this really, really scary thing to do. When in reality, that just doesn't really happen that much. Like I'm, you know, maybe it, it does in rare cases, but in most of the times it, it, it can be like studies have shown people's experiences. They've relayed that it can be a very spiritual life-changing experience that can help them, you know, alleviate symptoms of depression and anxiety. And, you know, at the end of the day, what everyone says is that it all comes back to love. And that is really what. I think when you have something that where people say it all comes back to love, you just know that it's just been so badly stigmatized in the world. And I think with all of this information, all of these studies that are coming out, the younger generations having more of an open mind, I really see that stigma starting to lift, especially in places like LA and, you know, New York, where I think, you know, everything kind of starts and then it like trickles from there. But yeah, I mean, I think it's a really exciting time and not only for mental health, but also I see psychedelics helping or being a huge part of like for microdosing, I see it being a huge part of the workforce, people taking microdosing to be focused at work, maybe a little bit more creative, maybe being less dependent on drugs like Adderall. Yeah, I see the mental health area, you know, I see this being as a replacement for SSRIs, but I also see it as being a huge part of people's daily lives as well. We hope it becomes legal so we have some room to play because it would definitely be really fun. What do you think is kind of like the biggest barrier of it not becoming legal at the moment? Definitely like public perception is huge. So that's something that needs to be shifted. And that's going to just, that's really going to be shifted by people listening to the science, you know, actually seeing the research and listening to the research and not just letting like their stigmas or what they were told like years and years ago, kind of hold them back. And a bit of out, definitely there's, you know, especially in the government outdated views on these things, you know, the views they, you had to go into the government being extremely anti any type of drug because you know, there was no no known medical use, even though that wasn't true. But now that there is no medical use, definitely those views in government need to change. And But it does often start at the grassroots level of public perception. So changing that perception, and that's definitely part of our work in teaching people about functional mushrooms is, hey, there are thousands of species of mushroom that aren't psychedelic and even, you know, hundreds that are psychedelic and they're not going to kill you and they're not going to, you know, make you go crazy or anything like that, but they could actually do some good. I saw a Vice article that came out last week that said that they did a study on a group of people who were smokers and they used psilocybin as something to help them cure their addiction. 
and 80, there was an 80% success rate versus gums and patches, which are only at a 20% success rate. And I think even that's just like one small piece of the pie in my mind. Like you're seeing incredible studies of, you know, people coming in and doing therapy and having a full recovery of some sort of trauma that they weren't able to access because they go in and they've used psilocybin to get deeper into their feelings, deeper into their emotions and actually figure out, you know, where the trauma is lying. That study too, and that's actually one that I like to talk about a lot about the quitting smoking because when a lot of people also think of a drug, they think like I take this drug and all of a sudden the whatever symptoms I'm trying to solve just disappear. But it's not exactly like that with psilocybin. It's actually more intentional. So they found that the people who were taking the psilocybin, like it doesn't automatically mean you're going to stop smoking. You actually have to want to stop smoking. Mm. So your intention when you take it has to be to stop smoking and then you will. Like it actually allows you to control your brain in such a deeper way than you would without it. And I thought that was extremely interesting. There was, I'm assuming you guys have seen the Goop special on mushrooms. Mm-hmm. There was a line in there that I think about all of the time that I think is fascinating when it comes to any type of medicine or practice or therapy, whatever it is. But they were basically explaining how it works, like what kind of it does to your brain. And they referenced the idea of driving a car. Okay, so you're driving a car. You can have your foot on the gas, keep going, whatever it is. You can turn, but you're also able to like think about other things. Having psilocybin be a part of a therapy process They basically compared it to the idea of the fact that there are so many tape loops in your brain that can be on autopilot the same way that you would drive a car. And by accessing that part of your brain, you're analyzing the things in your life that are also on autopilot that you're not thinking about. So like what other things are you driving in your life that you're not even conscious of that are in your brain that are maneuvering the way that you think and move through life? Absolutely. I love that analogy, actually. That's great. Yeah. Even what you were saying earlier with Lion's Mane about how it opens up different kind of parts of your brain. Yeah. Is that correct? Right. Well, it stimulates neuron growth. So yeah. So I mean, they do kind of go hand in hand. Like there are some microdosing regimens that are very popular that include lion's mane with microdosing because they both kind of uh, complement each other. What do you guys think about microdosing? I think it's awesome. Like from what I've read and from the videos and the testimonials that I've been reading about, it seems like it's really amazing. And There's also such a wide range of benefits for microdosing that I've read. People say it gets um, rid of their cluster headaches, like really powerful migraines. They say that it's completely eradicates them. Other people that I know have, it really helps with their periods, like their menstrual cramps. Other people, it really helps them focus or it makes them more creative. So I think with the more research that there is, because the research is a little bit anecdotal right now, like there's no gold standard study that's come out for microdosing. But when this many people are raving about the positive benefits, it's definitely really intriguing. Must be a very exciting industry to be a part of. I'm very excited for you guys. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, it is really cool. Like being able to actually help people and also see such market opportunities simultaneously is, Yeah, I mean, there's there's really nothing better. Note, guys, get ahead of the game while you can. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, that's something that I've always just thought was so fascinating. If you're able to kind of see something that you know could blow up one day, being able to get in there early and be like, how can I do the elementary building block of this? How can I familiarize with my market and my audience with whatever this is and then grow from there? Yeah. So you guys are about to launch Troop. It's coming out later this month, right? Yes, we are doing more of a soft launch on the 18th, which is really coming up. And then we are having our our official like hard launch on February 2nd. So that is when um, it's going to be generally pre-order up till that point. And then uh, that's when you're going to be able to purchase it and, you know, maybe look for being one of the first people. You could get some nice gifts as well. We're launching D2C. So through our website, trytroop.com, that's our primary okay. channel. And then we do definitely hope to go into retail, but we definitely are launching strictly on our website. Love that. You guys are obviously at the forefront of building an incredible brand, which I'm so excited to see come to life, but I'm sure has not come without its fair share of roadblocks, challenges, all of the things, especially in the wellness industry, which I feel like is so kind of oversaturated, so many things. You really have to gain people's trust. I would love to hear both of your pieces of advice on really getting it off the ground and running. Yeah, definitely. When it comes to launching a brand, I would say in wellness, one thing that was really important to us is kind of being about what you're promoting. So if you're promoting wellness, you have to use the best ingredients that promote wellness. Like we've actually seen a couple of competitors come out you know, with a mushroom gummy extremely early and they had corn syrup in their product. And, you know, we're like, why, why would you launch something that's supposed to be for your health and then put something that is shown to be bad for your health in it? You know, it's just, we really believe in wholeheartedly, if this is a wellness product, it's got to be the best of the best. So that, that is what we did with the troop gummies. We put only the best of the best. And I think in terms of getting it off the ground, I think it's really important to remember that it's just one day at a time. You can really look at these things at starting a business and become so overwhelmed because it is really overwhelming, but it's just putting one foot in front of the other, like solving one problem, solving the next, and just knowing that you can do it, like being your own biggest supporter, because people will tell you that your idea is not good or you know, that you shouldn't do it or whatever the case may be. But one of the best pieces of advice we got was from someone telling us to be our biggest cheerleader. And at the end of the day, it's true. Like if you believe, then people will see that authenticity and they will believe too. Thank you so much for coming on today. I'm I'm so excited for Troop to come out. I'm really excited to also get into this industry, try it out, see how I feel because it's not something I've incorporated yet. So thrilled and super excited to learn more about it. So thank you both so much for coming on and sharing your thoughts. Thank you so much for having us. Anytime you want to, you want to talk mushrooms, you, you know, your people. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of friend of a friend. Before you go, make sure to rate review and subscribe to the podcast on Apple podcasts, Spotify, and at tiermedia.com. And for more behind the scenes of the show, visit us at friendofafriend.us and follow me at Liv Perez on Instagram. Don't forget the two Vs. See you next week.